0: I'm thinking of this, you know, this overlook effect with uh, astronauts in space and suddenly watching the world from outside, you get this feeling of like, oh my God, we really just have this. If that could be reproduced or provided with technology, maybe that would be good.
1: Welcome and thank you for listening to Here's to the Future, a podcast series by Stripe in which we invite artists and thinkers from the Stripe network to share their thoughts about our future. This time we meet with Design Academy Eindhoven graduate Leopold Inkapel. With a musical background, he gravitates towards designing projects that deal with sound and listening, often installations with an interactive character or instrumental objects. Well, welcome Leopold, okay. so nice to meet with you here in Eindhoven. Thank you. After your graduation at the Design Academy this year, you, you left Eindhoven for Stockholm to work on public playground projects with sound and interactivity. Uh, later on, I would like to know more about that. But let's start with another another question to get to know you a little bit better. If you would have a time machine, where would you go?
0: A time machine? Um, I would probably go back in time. Um, it's maybe a bit cliche, but like, uh, um, I don't know, 60s, 70s. Um uh, something like that, probably
1: okay, and why is that
0: there was a lot of um i mean there's a lot of nice music happening, yeah, uh, I obviously yeah into music, so I think it was an interesting time uh, yeah, just off the top of my mind that would be where i where I go, not into the future but into the past cool. Yeah.
1: Um, well, that resonates a bit with what I want to ask now. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned earlier, your work centers around interactive projects in which sound also plays a big role. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these projects is the Noisy Hummus Bar, you told me. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Um, <clears throat> yeah, so the Noisy Hummus Bar was, um, um, mm-hmm. it was a school project. Uh, we were tasked to make a food truck. Uh, Of some kind, and I wanted to make something that makes sound, Uh, and so I combined them uh, in a very literal way. So the noisy hummus bar is is a sort of food truck or bar where you make hummus, um, and the different tools uh, to make it are physically connected to like a bunch of percussion, uh, like mounted to the bar. So the idea is you have several people in the kitchen and uh, as they are making hummus, they're also making a sort of rhythm because the knife is connected to like a little uh, uh, symbol and then there's like this crushing, mashing thing um, connected to a drum. And um, so the idea was that when the kitchen is working, there is also this rhythm happening. uh, And as the sort of uh, chefs get more synced together, it would be like, uh, it would also be audible, um, how basically like skilled or synced they are in the kitchen. Cool. Um, There was also a seating section for for the guests uh, with sensors in the seats, so that when the sort of seating was full, a full chord was playing. Um, So when the bar is uh, open and uh, working, there is also coming music, and when it's closed, it would be silent.
1: That sounds really funny, yeah, yeah, and it also has to do with interactivity, another yeah. important aspect in your work. Mm-hmm. And what, what is it that interests you about that?
0: Um, I sort of think everything is more um, fun and powerful as an experience if you can interact with something. So, um, like taking part uh, in it, there is something that happens when you can control. Uh, an outcome and uh, so designing interactive things is like allowing or giving someone the opportunity to experience something in the way that you have uh, designed it so it's about sort of yeah what I want to create is uh, often some sort of experience or feeling and then I think it's triggered by this by this interactive part.
1: Another project that you mentioned before uh, when we ha- had contact was the door synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, the door synthesizer was, um, it was uh, about a course about building interfaces. So um, I built some analog synthesizer uh, modules and I put them into the interface of a door, like a regular door. So I built a door and uh, put these modules in different places so that the different actions you do with the door, like opening or turning the handle or the key, uh, would affect different uh, modules of the synthesizer. So the, the opening of the door was connected to a filter. So you open it and it goes, wow, wow. And there was a, the pitch was in the keyhole, and um, yeah, stuff like this. So, synthesizers usually are, look super complicated. They have a bunch of knobs and buttons and sliders, and if you don't know how to play it or what it is, it can be quite intimidating. So, yeah, one of the thoughts was that synthesizers can be super uh, intimidating with all the buttons and knobs and sliders and things. But Adore, everyone knows how to use. So the idea was like you can you just know intuitively what to do and then yeah you figure out what the sounds do and it's quite interesting when you give an instrument a completely other interface that is not a keyboard or anything mm-hmm. like that then it's, uh, it also like affects what <sighs> what it will sound out like the results
1: and for Strike Festival two thousand twenty three, you will present your graduation project for Design Academy. What can we expect from that?
0: So um, yeah, the Omnifonium is um, in the same way an experience um, where I have tried to uh, to give uh, people the opportunity to control uh, sort of the spatial aspects of a sound. So. Um, using multiple speakers um, you can uh, i've basically made a controller where you can where you can control sort of where the sound is coming from rather than how it sounds so um, a lot of like our hearing is extremely good at hearing where things are coming from like you can hear someone walking past you behind or a car or um, whatever, and it's not often used in in music or music reproduction. Um, so I wanted to uh, make someone that something that focuses on this uh, on this aspect. So there, anyone uh, can then in theory go and control this and have the experience of controlling where the sound is coming from.
1: And is it an individual experience, or can people uh, play together? Maybe.
0: Yeah, people can play together. Um, i think it fits um yeah it fits a small group of people inside um you can only hear it basically if you are standing close to the center of the so there's basically only a handful of people that can fully experience it if you're standing outside it won't really work um so it's it's not a concert instrument but it's really for you who are playing it
1: For Stripe Festival 2023, the theme is The Art of Listening. According to you, who or what needs to be heard?
0: Mm. I think the nature and environment needs to be heard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that's what I'm uh, thinking of. Like A lot of... Uh, We listen a lot to ourselves and what we do, um, but not so much to what's happening with the world, unfortunately. So, yeah, that's my spontaneous answer.
1: And if you look at our future, what do you think we should change maybe to be able to listen better?
0: I mean, in a way, like the problem is that we don't... um, see and hear uh, particularly the problems but we live in this like artificial uh, environments that a lot of us in cities at least that we kind of create and control ourselves Um, so I don't know if it would be possible maybe like with this upcoming you know VR metaverse type of technology we can really p- bring uh, bring ourselves into other environments or bring other environments into uh, into ourselves. So maybe hopefully that would could find a like a good um, way to uh, to give us. I'm thinking of this, you know, this uh, overlook effect. Have you heard with an uh, mm-hmm. astronaut in space and suddenly watching the world from outside, you get this feeling of like oh my god we really just have this and um, so if that could be um, sort of reproduced or or provided with technology maybe that would be good an eye-opener for
1: everyone yeah something like that yeah Yeah. and is it something that you integrate in your work as well like the vr and and other technologies
0: Mm, no Um, i really like sort of analog experiences like what i have been dealing with now this uh surround thing um it's in the realm of like ambisonics uh and stuff which is uh like up and coming thanks to or much because of this vr thing um like a 3d soundscape is necessary for like full immersion into vr um but i work with here with a number of speakers rather than like a headset for example um because um i really like the physical uh like the physical immersion into sound uh like because you listen with your whole body and not just your ears so i like this when when it's a part of the um the real world and um yeah but i think sound is a is a nice way to sort of put a layer onto reality so uh, for example with this playground um, thing uh, i think adding sounds in different ways to a playground that is physical you can add a layer of magic uh, that is sort of invisible but sort of still there
1: and is it a project for kids in particular or
0: yeah so this is um i'm doing uh work for a company in sweden uh, that builds playgrounds it's a small company that make like unique uh, playgrounds for children and um, there i have uh, basically the the goal to uh, to add more of these um, sort of interactivity and uh, sound or lights or something uh, because uh, as it is today, a lot of the yeah, like the parks are uh, really quite um, uh, like analog in the way that they are. Yeah, it's it's the materials there and everything. Um, but it, with, with like sensors and uh, little things, you can add uh, just something to to add more like fantasy or something to it.
1: Yeah, I think with kids it works particularly well because. Yeah. It's it triggered so yeah. easily, actually.
0: Yeah, and it's really yeah, it's really powerful. You do something and something happens um, because otherwise it's, you know, you normally you have a wheel maybe uh, somewhere and the kids can turn it and you can imagine that something happens and it's already really strong. But if you also get some sort of feedback with uh, something else, then I think it could be really fun.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thank you for the talk.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: You listen to Here's to the Future, a podcast by Stripe, an Eindhoven-based organization that wants to set up an open dialogue with the public, artists, designers, media makers and thinkers about the relationship between people, experimental technology, society and the future.